Hi, and welcome to the Get Known Podcast. I'm Steve, and this is episode two in our series of interviews from Slush 2019. For those of you who are new to the Get Known Podcast, we interview journalists about their work and what they cover so that companies know better how to engage with press and get their company covered in the media. So let's get right into the interview. I have today with me Amy, who is from Sifted, but I want to let her introduce herself because, as you probably know, Sifted is the next big thing in media. <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm Amy Lewin. I'm Sifted's first employee and uh, a reporter there. So I uh, joined Sifted about a year ago. And what Sifted is and does is we're a new media platform and we write about startups and tech in Europe and we go beyond the funding round we don't think they're that you know super interesting to write about um, and we write a lot about the different trends that connect up the European ecosystem um, and about what kind of goes on behind the scenes at, at companies so personally I find uh, the, the people side of businesses really interesting so everything from uh, you know how to hire your first employee how to find your co-founder how to not hate your co-founder within two years how to when you've raised eventually raised loads of money get a hundred new employees and not make them all feel like no one knows what they're they're doing so all that kind of stuff uh, I I personally find really super interesting to write about um, so that's that's kind of what we we do at Sifted. I also write a newsletter twice uh, three times a week uh, which is kind of what's going on in European tech, also some some kind of insights, uh, lots of kind of medium posts and things like that that we find find around the place, and then our, our own articles as well. So personally, uh, what kinds of stuff got you into where you are today? I mean, what's your background as far as a journalist? Did you study journalism, or are you a journalist by accident, or...? Uh, so I did English literature at university and then I uh, stumbled into doing an internship in journalism and realised it was the perfect thing for me because you got to write and be creative. You got to be really nosy slash curious depending on how you want to phrase it. Um, learn lots of new stuff all the time and meet really, really interesting people. Um, so that's how I got into journalism, how I got into writing about startups was I worked for I went to work for a print magazine called Courier, which is based in London, um, which also wrote about startups. And then fast forward a few years, I heard about the Sifted project. So Sifted's backed by the Financial Times, um, and my editor is the innovation editor of the Financial Times. And he sort of saw this opportunity for a kind of standalone voice for European tech with all the kind of integrity and quality of the Financial Times. Uh, he brought me on as the first writer, and I said, all this integrity and quality is great, but we can't be as boring as the Financial Times. So we're also kind of a slightly fresher voice. We, we focus on a lot of things like diversity in tech, um, founder mental health, um, things, that, things that other people don't really look into, but I think are, are super important. If someone wants to get into the sifted feed, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure that you get a lot of pitches all the time. I mean, we, we've heard from a lot of different kinds of journalists who are like, oh, my God, you know. I'm going to ask you the same question I asked them, which is, <laughs> what is the worst pitch you've ever gotten? I really, I honestly cannot think of a single bad pitch. Uh, I get a lot of, a lot of bad pitches. Um, bad pitches, I think, are when people don't fundamentally think about what 
what what a journalist needs to do or what a, a journalist is there for like a journalist is not a marketing we're not a marketing channel for you you can't or the kind of journalist I am you can't just feed me a press release and then it, you know it's not my obligation to kind of churn it out to the world you know I'm, I'm out there to to kind of find interesting stories that I think are, are, are relevant for sharing and and I think unfortunately a lot of founders you know you're just so immersed in what you're doing and it's so important to you and you probably are solving a really interesting challenge but so are thousands and thousands of other founders you know just just being a founder and just having an interesting idea I'm afraid is not is not enough <laughs> so so do you really mean to tell me that if someone just sends you a press release you don't just print it I'm afraid I don't even open those emails unless there's, a, there's an exception here um if it's a founder who's clearly taken the time to get to know me as a journalist because journalists are very vain you need to you need to recognize that like a little bit of flattery will go very very well you know the kind of emails that say hi amy i've noticed you do loads of content around diversity and tech and i think it's great and this is what europe has been looking for for so long i open those emails and i'm like great i'm definitely gonna read to the end and and you know what if they're getting in touch from a from a Finnish community that um, is helping get immigrants into tech, that's that's right up my street. That's perfect, and, they, and that's because they've they've actually been following me. They actually know what I'm interested in, so so they've they've got me on my sweet spot. Whereas if someone sends me a pitch that that has a whole bunch of jargon and it's about something very deeply technical, there's no personal story there. I'm the wrong journalist to pitch to. One of my colleagues might be better or a different publication might be better. So just like as soon as you get any kind of sniff that this person doesn't really know you or your publication, like that journalist is, you know, that's done. <laughs> it's it's so funny. And and I bet, you know, we've we've talked to a bunch of journalists and we ask them that question and you know what they're they they say the same thing as you, right? They say, "Oh, my gosh, I can't remember." There's so many of them, yet I can't remember it. Mm. Maybe that's the sign. I keep on saying, you know, I think the sign of a bad pitch is one you don't remember. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> so, so let's go on the other side. The other side is that what's a great pitch? Like, I mean, have you ever been pitched something that just was done absolutely perfectly? And what was the way that was done that yeah. you remember? I think uh, the best thing to think about don't think of it as a pitch. Think of it as a, a conversation that you're starting. So a bad pitch is also one where someone kind of, whether it's in person or it's by email, kind of like vomits their startup story at you uh, with no no time for you to, to, to ask a question or for them to take a breath. It's, it's very socially awkward for everyone. Much more interesting much more likely to turn into a relationship that turns into a story or even many stories or speaking opportunities or all the other things that journalists can offer is when you just have a conversation with someone. So a woman I met at an event uh, a little while ago where I was a speaker, I, I was a speaker, so she knew who I was, but we just started chatting casually. We were just having a normal conversation. She didn't even bring up what her company was or what it did for a little while. And then naturally we started talking about it and she explained it in a in a in a very good way. So it's actually a space tech company, uh, and she's doing stuff to do with satellites and energy. Like not not super easy to understand, but the way she told the story made me kind of super interested in it. And she was she was really good at doing that. She wasn't she wasn't pushing anything on me. I was asking for more information from her. 
Um, and, and because she was very good at telling that story, I then had an event where I needed to find um, some, some female panellists who had like science degrees or science backgrounds. And she came to mind because I'd, I'd met her in person. Um, she'd been very engaging. I, I knew enough about her company, but not loads. So I wanted to find out more. And since she did that speaking uh, gig, which was actually at the Financial Times, she was amazing. Another journalist in the audience thought she was amazing. She's since gone on to do something else. You know, all of this just came from her, A, actually doing something interesting uh, with a real kind of mission behind it. B, <laughs> not pitching too hard, just just talking to me. And then, and then suddenly you've got a relationship. It's like, I don't know, like if you were... Just, just think about it as if you meet anybody and you just suddenly tell them your life story. They're going to think you're a little bit odd. Whereas if you just start chatting to them about normal stuff and what they're interested in, you know, you might you might stay friends with that person. <laughs> you know, that's exactly what we very often sit down and tell people. Okay, do you when you meet someone for the very first time, do you immediately say, "Will you marry me?" Yep. <laughs> right. Because that. Do that, you want to write a story about me? Yeah. Oh, hey, Scary. this is so great. It's <laughs> it's like, uh, you know. It's kind of like the whole thing with like cold calling or, or other stuff, right? Yeah. If you don't know someone, you're not going to really give them your time unless you already need that. Yeah. I think there's um, there's some very like important stages of, of closeness that personally I have. So I absolutely hate it when I get cold calls. And a lot of PRs are really guilty of this. They'll email me. I won't get back to them, either because I'm not interested or because I haven't had time. And then I don't understand the logic of thinking that if you then call me and hard pitch to me on the phone, that's gonna, that's just going to really piss me off. That's, that's not going to work. But then equally, if you're, a, if you're a founder or if you're a PR and you can get to the phase where you've, you've maybe had a conversation on the phone or you've met in person and then you have that person on whether it's WhatsApp or whether it's um, Instagram or whether it's Twitter and then, and then building that relationship like you build any relationship. So figuring out what that person is interested in and what they need help with and then giving that to them. So a really easy way to kind of prove to me or demonstrate to me that you're you're a great contact to have you're a founder or, or whoever who's super interesting who I want to you know develop a relationship over time you know if you know hey Amy you're 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 writing a lot about scooters at the moment did you notice this news story send it to me that's it no no like obligation to do anything maybe that company actually is an HR tech company showing they're switched on casually reminding me they exist helping me out a bit, that means it's way more likely that I'm going to do the same for them and, you know, a bit of give and take and then before you know it, there's a story that comes up where actually I really want to include them or I hear that there's an event going on and I'm like, hey, you should really speak at this. You know, it just it's just like anything, like help each other out. You know, we're, you're, you're both kind of, you, 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 we've both got jobs to do and things we're, we're interested in. That's, that's exactly what people need to hear. You know, it's it's and it's hard. Like you said, it's it's hard because people are t- thinking about the revenue. You know, yep. they're thinking about their bottom line. They think it got to sell. You know, but people don't realize that that like ninety nine percent of the people who aren't clicking on your Google ad mm. that they're not interested until you have a relationship with them. Yeah, I mean, people, you hear this from people about you know you need to like make friends with investors before you actually want their money. Like, it's the same with, same with the press. Like, if you're, especially if you pick journalists, and I think this is worth doing, if, if you are 
you know, in a particular space. There's there's a journalist or several out there who are experts in that space. Like you really you really want to be on their radar. You know, there's there will be times when you want to be in the big national newspapers or you want to be on certain podcasts or whatever. But but those journalists who will kind of follow your story all the way through, they're they're really worth knowing, and you don't want to muck that up too early on. But that takes time. Yeah, it takes time, but it's like. You know, it's, it's hard starting a business, but, you know, that's that's a choice that founders made, not me. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm also wondering, though, so often people don't, don't aren't willing to invest that time, right? Yeah. I mean, PR and, 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 and when I say PR, I'm talking about getting relationships with press in, you know, over time. Mm. Like, not trying to do some PR stunt. Yep. But... But rather the short, the long term sort of like small stuff. Yeah. I sometimes wonder why people don't put as much as they do into marketing or into other things that mm. they're doing. Yeah. I mean, these relationships, I, I've looked at many a, um, uh, 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 you know, people do these, um, these personas. Yeah. Right. And, and they've got the persona for the investor, and they got the persona for board members, mm-hmm. and they got the persona for the typical type of customer. Yeah. And you very rarely see a persona for media that I'd like to reach out to. Yeah. I think, I just think being being yourself, being honest, so so, so we're at Slush, and, and I interviewed Oscar Pierre, who's the founder of, of Glovo, on stage just now, and I've interviewed him a few times in the past, and I really enjoy interviewing him, and he's... He's raised like hundreds, hundreds of millions of euros. He leads a company of, you know, hundreds of employees. He's scaling really fast. He's got really tough competition. And I've never met him and felt like he's too busy and important and needs to be off soon. Like, I feel like he really wants to have that conversation with me and he's really interested. And also, he's never too on message. He'll be really open and honest, It seem- seemingly, <laughs> maybe this is his persona, about you know, what his challenges are. And and it, and it can become quite difficult if, if you as a journalist are set, you know, you're trying to get out of someone, okay, so you did all this stuff really well, but there must have been some things that didn't go so well. If you if you resist that too much, if you're, if you're, you want to make everything seem too perfect, or you want to try and control the way the conversation is going too much, it, I mean, A, it makes the journalist job really difficult, but it can just mean that that, that journalist doesn't write that story, say that interview doesn't go anywhere uh, that journalist isn't kind of as bought into it as as they might otherwise be that even you know even if the the that story gets written the readers don't really engage with it because you don't really seem like a like a human you know with with any with any weaknesses and actually i think i think founders who can find the right level of saying i had no idea what i was doing or um yep i definitely mucked up there but here's what i learned from it I have a lot more respect for them, and I think I think readers, you know, other maybe potential employees, also the the kind of investors I would want to have on my board, definitely know that founders aren't perfect, and definitely like are okay with that. That's a better story, anyway. Yeah, it's much anything. And I think the more personal you can be, the more natural you can be, the more you can talk to someone in the way you talk to anybody and explain things in the way you'd explain them to, you know, a normal person, not someone who really understands AI or banking or whatever. Uh, just the, the, the more reach you can have. You, you're just, that's exactly what people need to hear. So my last question for you. If you had 
if you could give advice, like, I mean, you just gave a bunch of advice, mm-hmm. but one final piece of advice for, for any of these companies uh, when they're dealing with journalism or journalists and, and, and this industry and, you know, what's important to you guys, what do they really need to know uh, that you would advise yeah. them? So I think there's the there's the like build long term relationships thing. There's the explain explain things. I always say like explain things like you would explain to your grandma. You know, like just talk in a way that, that anyone can understand. Make what you do really relatable. And I also think pick, pick some things that really matter to you. So so that might be you're a green tech company, and what really matters to you is climate change. Or it might be you're actually like a software company and that's a bit hard to make interesting to a lot of people. But what you really care about is um, like hiring like a super diverse team and keeping them really, really engaged. And maybe that's your thing. Or, or maybe your thing is um, we expanded internationally and, and this is all the interesting cultural differences we learn and here's our playbook for expanding internationally and that's the thing you like you talk about and, 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 do, and do talk about it like go to events whether they're big or whether they're small write medium posts if you're not very good at that like get someone in to help you be active on Twitter be active on LinkedIn like become a person who's, who's known for that because it really is a it's like a knock-on effect the more the more you tell people you're interested in like a thing the more you appear on stage talking about that thing the more you'll get you'll get asked to do it and then and then suddenly you're, you're a person people know that's a company people know that's a company people want to work for um and that and that takes time but i really think that's a that's like a worthwhile investment and then and then the press might even come to you and that's everyone's dream scenario totally. uh, no one no one has to do any pitching you're already out there i'm trying to find a German founder who's really big in the fashion industry and then wants to talk about sustainable fashion and I do a bit of googling and all this amazing stuff interesting stuff you've written about that based on the insights you have because you run a company in that space there you are I get in touch everyone has a great time no horrible pitching Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time. Can I do a quick plug? Which is yes. For... Oh, please. Actually, I always ask everybody at the end. So, Sifted is www.sifted.eu, uh, where we have an amazing newsletter written by me most of the time uh, that you can sign up to. Um, I'm Amy at sifted.eu. Um, I'm a bit of a LinkedIn spammer, so you can add me on, on LinkedIn. I'm also on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram, uh, and I'm at Amy R. Lewin, L-E-W-I-N. And I'm going to do that right away, right after <laughs> this. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. This has been the Get Known Podcast Bite from Slush 2019. The Get Known Podcast is produced by San Francisco Agency located in beautiful but dark in November Helsinki, Finland. To hear more interviews with journalists and PR professionals, please subscribe to the Get Known Podcast feed. You can share your comments and questions directly to me by connecting with me on LinkedIn, Stephen Lee, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-L-E-E. I know there's a lot of them out there, but hey, you'll find me. Or you can send email to Steve at sanfrancisco.fi with the subject line, Get Known. Looking forward to hearing from you. All right. See you next time.